Hey guys, it's Trish from Try Your Best. I hope you liked the last two episodes. I'm trying something out with my intro, so I hope you like it. And um, I hope you like what I have going on. So today I went to the doctor's office and was all masked up, pretty safe maybe like three people on the whole floor I was on and um, I got Botox injections for migraines. I have chronic migraines. Um, migraine uh, is a disease. Some people call it a disorder but it's a disease and it affects your brain so it's a neurological disease. I have it. I've had it I'd say I mean ever since I was like maybe 10. It's hereditary and uh, my mom's side of the family has it. Mainly women have it or maybe they express it more. Um, but it's it's hormonal too so maybe that's why women get it a lot. Um, and in years past it was known as a hysterical women's disease which is unfortunate because you know when you have patients that you're not listening to they're not getting the care they need so now there's all kinds of drugs have come a long way and i'm getting the support and care i need um with these botox injections i've had a reduce in severe migraines but i still get pain i still get pain in areas where i don't get the injections I still take other medications to help, um, but they're not as severe and I don't get like crazy migraines like I used to. Like I have some severe ones where I can't talk, I can't move my body, and it just like everything shuts down. It's really weird. And I, I can't say certain words or like during the time I'm having the, the attack or after. And it's just, it's just wild. Our brains are crazy, but magical things. So um, when I get my Botox injections, they put them in my forehead and then the top of my head and down to my neck and the top of my shoulders. The first time I went, I was a pro. It was so good. I was like, oh, I'm fine. This doesn't hurt. And every time since, it's hurt so bad. So I talked to my doctor about uh, finding another treatment for me, uh, mostly because I still get migraines, which is a bummer. And the cost is just, it's, it's up there. And since I've been laid off, I don't know how much longer I can pay for getting these treatments. Um, so, you know, that's kind of a bummer. But finding the right health care and health you need takes time. It's good if you have a great care team and your care team is your doctor, your um, specialist, and anyone else. Um, and it's good that I have a really awesome care team that I've been working with for years. Another good thing about my care team, like I mentioned, the um, hysterical women's disease, um, I really appreciate the fact that my care team is all women, mostly women of color. Traditionally, women of color have been um, kind of set aside and not listened to with their health care because they're seen as... Uh, hysterical woman for lack of better words and it's just unfortunate because there's also you know there's also lots of research done and history of medicine based on Caucasian people 
and not people of color. So there needs to be a change. I do love that my support team and doctors are women of color. They listen to me. They help me with what I need. I can email them and get that care. And um, if you're not getting the care you need, try to find alternative resources. If you can't afford it, work with your community, find options. Um, in smaller cities, I know it does not work, but what you could do is reach out to um, a practice in a bigger city and ask for a referral, or right now is a great time to get virtual help and reach out to doctors that can give you telemedicine. Um, if you need help or want to talk about migraines or healthcare or any guidance, I am free and open for you. You can message me on our Instagram page. Later on our website, I'll um, have an email for you guys to um, go directly to, to reach out. But um, yeah, that was what's going on with me today. And then after my appointment, I did, I had a little snack and I just hit the bed because I was exhausted. I had just a bunch of needles poked in my head. Um, so surprised I'm here recording, but I did want to make another episode for you. So today's episode is about journaling, gratitude journaling, and just regular straight up journaling. A couple years ago, gratitude journaling became huge. Um, the theory of having gratitude in your life um, became super popular because having gratitude in your life helps you to be be mindful and helps your brain to think about better things and be more positive. And I think especially with things going on now and just the past few years, we all need a little gratitude. And um, the way I got into gratitude journaling is I picked up an awesome journal at TJ Maxx. I do the guided journals, or well, I prefer the guided journals because I don't usually freeform write. I used to freeform write when I was younger, and it was mostly about what boys I had crushes on and things like that, and like what was going on at school that day, or who sucked, or who didn't. Um, but these journals are mainly, they mainly help you to reflect on what's going on. There are tons of guided journals, tons of gratitude journals. There's tons of religious guided journals. I don't look at those too much because um, they do have the same content as the non-religious journals, um, but I tend to focus on more of my being and less on scriptures and things like that. So my first journal I ever got was from um, it was from TJ Maxx. I got a deal, and it's by Punch Studio. If you look, maybe on eBay and some things, you can find these journals, but there's tons out there. And the cover says, start each day with a grateful heart, guided gratitude journal, and it has prompts like... Um, be present, be happy. What would make me happy right now? What are my priorities in this moment? What can I learn about myself today? A few words to describe my current feelings. And then a checklist that says, I'm grateful for, and you can fill that out. 
There's also pages and spaces for freeform writing. There's um, places where you can write your goals. And then there's other prompts like today is the day, one delightful thing about today, one challenging thing about today, one spontaneous thing about today, one purposeful thing about today, one magical thing about today, and one delicious thing about today. So it's got different spreads which are different um, designs on each page, which I love because I, I want more because I'm just greedy, but <laughs> I want more so I can make sure I'm searching within myself and finding those answers. And gratitude journals and guided journals help you to pull out the good parts of life, help you to strive to be better, and not dwell on the negativity and just grow. Um, I also have another book here. Oh, I thought it was from, I thought I got it at Barnes & Noble, but this is also from TJ Maxx. It's got a TJ Maxx sticker on it. Yay, TJ Maxx. Uh, it's called Count Your Rainbows, a gratitude journal. And it's got tons of different questions on it. One is, what if you could regularly be in a state of gratitude? List three go-to practices you could add to your day to make gratitude part of your daily routine. And then um, there's another, uh, there's a spread where it has six hearts and it says, write six things you love about your life right now inside of these cute hearts. And I know for some people it's like, oh, that's cheesy, that's corny. Um, if you're going further, some people might think it's a bit woo-woo, but I'll go over some other things you can do if you don't like the guided journals. Um, there's also an anxiety um, journal where you can write and soothe your stress. There's an affirmators, affirmators journal, a journal to help you help yourself without the self-helpiness. It's kind of silly. It's got a unicorn being ridden by a rabbit it's pretty fantastic uh, there's a page on authenticity and that prompt is authentic things i've done slash can do and the date things i said can say things i felt slash feel joy and my joyous thoughts actions memories so I just, I think I just tend to gravitate towards the guided journals just because they get you thinking about all kinds of different things. And of course, like I've said before, I'm really visual. So I like the fun designed journals and the, the aspect of that. So while you're um, kind of having different um, thoughts, you also have different designs and different cute things to look at. One thing that's super easy, or one um, book or program that's super easy, are the 52 Lists Project. Um, and it's by Moray Seal, and she's got a bunch of books, and there's lists that you can fill out um, that help you. And it's 52, because there's 52 weeks in a year. I just go back to this book whenever I have time and I fill out a new list. So my first one I ever got is 52 lists for happiness. They also have 52 lists for calm, 52 lists for togetherness. Um, I mentioned in the keep in touch episode, they have a um, postcard book with different prompts that you can write on. 
So if you want, you can get the postcard book and share 52 lists with your family members and share gratitude. Like I said, I'm working on the 52 lists for happiness. It says weekly journaling, inspiration for positivity, balance, and joy. And some of the lists are list the routines in your personal life and work. So it just gets you to reflect on the everyday things. And then list the things that you are really good at. And it says underline the things that you had to work for to become good at and circle the things that you feel come naturally to you. Do any of these things overlap? Just like happiness, it's already within you. It just takes practice to experience daily. And they have prompts, like on this one it says, list things about yourself that you don't need to change. And it has you set an alarm on your phone um, from a year from now so that you can read that list and reflect on yourself. It's pretty cool. Another list is list the best opportunities that others have given you throughout your life. So it helps you think of others. And then the take action is gratefulness is such a huge source of happiness. Write a letter this week thanking one person whose kindness has given you an opportunity to grow. So there's all kinds of good stuff in there that's just not like a true journal, but helps you to reflect and think about your life overall. If you don't want to have a guided journal and you're used to freeform journaling, there are um, tons of prompts you can do on your own. Um, you can have a, um, a gratitude challenge, like a 30-day challenge for yourself, where you write one thing you are grateful for, one thing that brought you joy, and one thing that you did well. And keep that for 30 days and see how you feel after. And you can keep up with it for a year, however long you want. Um, there's also some other um, ways you can journal. Um, you can journal to achieve your goals, track progress and growth, gain self-confidence, improve your writing and communication, reduce stress and anxiety, find inspiration, and strengthen your memory. So, in 2001, the Journal of Experimental Psychology said expressive memory can increase working memory capacity when you do things like journaling. So, it's pretty good for your memory. Um, some additional prompts are, today I feel, this is because, I can learn from this by, and today will be a good day because. Or you just freeform write. Write about your day, write about how you're feeling. Some people like to um, have different types of journals, either just freeform. You can have a sketch journal where you just draw what you're feeling that day. That works really well for artists. I mean, you doodle all the time, so why not make it a journal? Um, I mean, you artists doodle all the time. Maybe you do. I hope you do. It'd be fun. You could send them to me. Um, so other people have fitness journals. Some people have food diaries. I don't like food diaries. I do like food tracking to make sure you're getting your correct calories and um, nutrients. But I don't really like keeping super strict um, records of what you ate. Because that's kind of... I know, it scares me. Um, but there's all kinds of stuff you can do. So if you don't have a physical journal, 
you can open a note on your phone and journal in your device. You can also use apps like the Shine app to do a little bit of journaling and write through their prompts every day if you have the Shine app. Um, there is also the five minute journal. There is a book, but there's also a free app that has the same questions and you just fill it out every day. You can add a picture to each day. So when you look back, it's really sweet and cute and makes you happy. Um, but my favorite, of course, is the guided journals. And then I guess I do do the digital stuff where I um, fill out my shine check-in and um, put in information on how I'm feeling. Um, they have space for freeform journaling and adding other things. They ask you to put in a mantra for yourself. So it's really um, helpful and empowering. I think since I started journaling, it just helped me to reflect on the day a little better, make me feel calm um, when I got laid off. I think that whole week, every night I journaled and it made me feel so much better about the situation. It just changes your way of thinking to go in and reflect. And instead of talking to someone else about it, you're basically thinking it through with yourself and putting down your thoughts on paper. So that's pretty cool. Oh, one thing I forgot that's super important is Michelle Obama has a becoming guided journal. I have that. I haven't filled it out. But, I mean, that's freaking awesome. I have listened to Becoming, and it's an amazing book. Lots of people have read it. I say listen to it. It's just, it, just hearing someone tell their own story is so much more fulfilling than reading I mean reading it you can't imagine it but the audiobook is so good that's my two cents um so that's it for journaling um if I have more info for you guys I will share it in future podcasts and if you have questions about the books I mentioned you can shoot me a dm on instagram in the future I'll have a handy email address for you um but yeah, guided journals, gratitude, get it. Um, what I've been doing lately is uh, we finished Avatar, The Last Airbender. It was so good and so wonderful. The animation was so fun. The characters were great. There were powerful female characters, powerful kids, powerful adults, and um, great character development. If you haven't seen the show, it's on Netflix. You can also buy the Blu-rays. It's great. I'm still watching Selling Sunset. That's kind of an easy binge, but I haven't finished it. I'm on the newest season. Uh, the fashion is amazing and ridiculous, especially Christine's fashion. She has a lot of couture stuff, but she wears like, like neon green and things, and she's gorgeous, so she could pull anything off. I think if I tried to wear things that she wears, I'd look like a like a Skittle or an M&M. Just a, a little glow stick, probably. Uh, but yeah, so this season of Selling Sunset is pretty good. It's neat to see it as like a, a culture study of these people and what they're doing. And then also when they're going to sell houses, what are they wearing? How are they talking to their clients? Um, if I was going to a meeting 
or something, I'd always try to look polished. When I have a migraine or don't feel well, I try to look even better to kind of mask how I'm feeling. And then there's a kind of perception that like, since I look good, I must feel good. So that's kind of counterintuitive at times, but um, it's fun to see how, like what they were for certain showings and uh, how they kind of match their clientele or not in Christine's case. Um, so it's pretty neat. I also finished the book A Year of Less this weekend. It was so good. Sorry, it's actually The Year of Less by Kate Flanders. And um, it was pretty awesome. It was part memoir, part journey in her year of less unnecessary spending and simplifying her life. Um, she has a website and a blog and resources if you want to do a year of less. Um, of course, read the book, listen to the book. It's pretty good. Um, her name is spelled Kate C-A-I-T and her last name is Flanders. That's F-L-A-N-D-E-R-S and the book is called The Year of Less. There are some helpful takeaways, especially at the end of the book where um, Kate has her guide for you, but um, there's a super impactful quote I want to read to you, and it's, one of the greatest lessons I learned through these years is that whenever you are thinking of binging, it's usually because your life or some part of your life feels like it's lacking and nothing you eat drink or buy can fix it. I know because I tried it all and none of it worked. Instead, you have to simplify, strip away, strip things away and figure out what's really going on. Falling into the cycle of wanting more, consuming more and needing even more won't help. More was never the answer. The answer, it turned out, was always less. And I think that's a good way to think about it. Like if you think about people who become super wealthy always reminisce about their years of when they had nothing or you know like when you have like a giant kitchen and you remember those amazing things you made in your tiny kitchen it's wild um just going back and looking at how having more doesn't help now i'm not saying i don't want a big house of course i want a big house i want all the things but i need to simplify myself and now i have the time to do it so um, Kate also has a guide to less and she's got some tips, but if you are lost and want to think about why you're doing it, she's got some prompts, which you can put in a journal. And um, they are, what do you want right now? What do you want to get out of this life? What marks do you want to leave on this world and why? That's pretty heavy and it's really neat to think about and cool to think about like life in a different way like what marks do you want to leave on this life like do you want to just have a lot of stuff and do a lot of stuff or do you want to focus on what's important and who's important for that matter um it's really cool the um book i have started to read is untamed by glennis Oh, shoot. Come on, Glennis. Where are you at, girl? That's inappropriate. I mean, girl is in girlfriend, but still. Um, oh, not even Glennis. It's Untamed by Glennon Doyle. And oh my God, it's so good. It's super popular right now. Um, 
but it's all about how we have been tamed um, as women to fit what society's ideals are of us. So it's a pretty deep book too. And it's kind of a memoir as well. I love that stuff. And of course, hearing people tell their stories. And I hope you like my stories and how I'm trying to help you try your best. I hope you think about journaling if you haven't. If you're already journaling, I hope I gave you some new things to think about. And go out there, try your best. Thanks, bye.